It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at chicagoverseunited.com. This week, recording again out of the Music Garage, Chicago's professional music rehearsal space and home of the Dynasty Podcast Network. Check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. Tonight, joined in studio by Alex Fruchter of Ruby Hornet, Richard Giraldi of Loud Loop Press, and Andrew Barber of Fake Shore Drive. Gentlemen, how's it going? Good, Good. thank you. How, how about yourself? Very well. Um, thank you guys all so much for coming up here tonight, kind of ending your year here on this podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. I want to check in with each of you guys, kind of get your thoughts on the year in Chicago music, talk about a lot of different topics. But first, how has the year been for each of you guys with your projects, with your sites, with everything you're doing? Because from where I'm sitting, it looks like all three of you have had a really great year in what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. It's been, it's, <laughs> been, it's, been a, it's been a very great 2011. You know, just very thankful for everything, you know, that, that's gone down and, you know, hopefully just to keep growing within the next year. Yeah. I'd say same. I mean, I, I think this year more than any other year that I've been doing this, I've experienced the most, learned the most, and just gone through some <laughs> of the just, yeah, a lot of growth, a lot of learning, and definitely looking forward to, to 2012. But it was, a, it was a intense year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a good year for uh, Loud Through Press. It's been um, it's sure I've it's sort of gotten to it's got, it's made me realize how much work it is to put into it. It's, it keeps me really busy, and, and it's, uh, sometimes it's tough. But uh, we try to get through the day and stuff. So, but uh, it's it's good year. It's been a, it's been a, I've learned a lot this year too about what I'm doing. So. Before we really dig into all the Chicago music topics, do you guys want to each go around and explain, for anyone who might not know, what your involvement is in the Chicago music community, what you do with your sites and, and outside of the sites? With Ruby Hornet, you know, it's a it's a music site. Um, we try to provide our audience with a little bit more of an in-depth look at the artists that are making the music. With Chicago's, you know, music scene in particular, I think our strength is is kind of extending into the live events with the whole Digital Freshness series, kind of trying to be a gateway for artists outside of Chicago to meet our scene and then our for our scene and our people to meet the outside of Chicago scene. And then um, with, with Closed Sessions and Soundscape, it's kind of another extension of that and creating music. Um, the, the whole purpose of Closed Sessions is to kind of capture what makes these artists unique, explain who they are, and then what makes them unique, which is their art. And um, uh, that that's really it. Con- connecting people is a, is a big part. Well, with Fake Short Drive, it's just a, you know, it's a Chicago-based, you know, hip-hop blog, urban music blog. Uh, it's, it is hyper-local, so it, it deals with just Chicago stuff, what's going on here. You know, if artists come from outside of the market, we cover them while they're in town. You know, on top of that, I do um, the morning show, Tony Schofield in the Morning Riot on Thursdays um, on 107.5 WGCI um, as a, you know, it's like a fake short drive uh, Thursday. And I also do, I'm on retainer with Complex Magazine, so I write for them, you know, various articles. So, you know, a lot of different stuff, but, you know, fake short drive is the, the backbone that has led me to do all these different things. But that's, you know, that's pretty much what I do, what I've done the past year so. Loudlypress.com. Um, I guess it's sort of when I started in 2009. It was sort of just to be a uh, like a local Chicago music, um, just sort of online magazine sort of deal. Uh, but 
the idea was to sort of sort of feature all Chicago music, but now it's sort of skewed sort of towards indie rock, I guess. Um, which is sort of I think it has to do a lot with our staff in terms of who's written there. It sort of shapes our content a lot, and the staff has sort of been in flux this past year or so. But we still sort of you know have that sort of indie rock. We try to get news reviews feature stories occasionally if we have time and stuff happens but uh but yeah that's pretty much the whole deal and you know we keep trying to get updated daily at least a couple three times a day and you know we're active on twitter and facebook and um we're voted best uh music blog in chicago and the reader twice this is the second year in a row oh, yeah thank you and it should go without saying having you up here but all three of you all three of your sites i'm a big fan as as a music reader you know um and professionally i think what all three of you are doing with your various sites it's really impressive very inspiring you know it keeps me on my toes with having my own site it's like when everybody is doing excellent work it means that you have to bring your a game because everyone else is so let's talk chicago music starting general and then we'll kind of work our way down to some more specific topics but just broadly how would you kind of like summarize the year for local music in chicago in 2011 um as far as from a hip-hop standpoint i would say this is it's been a great year. We've had a lot of new people break through. A lot of new faces have come onto the scene in a major way. A complaint about the Chicago hip-hop scene for the past couple of years is nobody's really broken through. Nobody's really broken through as big as like when, you know, Lupe came out. We haven't had anybody, you know, represent that, you know, in that, in that capacity. So this year, I think it's kind of, we've seen some new faces, like the old regime, the guys that have kind of been around for a while have kind of taken a back seat. And there's a whole new crop of people coming through. So I think it's it's been a positive year. And I, th- I think next year will probably be better. I think we're going to have at least one or two breakout stars by this time next year. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Andrew. I think um, at least speaking from the, the hip-hop side of things, I think that the regime change is definitely undergoing now. I think a lot of even the people like Andrew and I kind of started around the same time. So all of those people and the artists and the from the club people to the managers – have all kind of started at we all kind of started at that same time so i think we've all grown a lot over the last few years and now each of this new this kind of this new regime or the new artists as well are, are all kind of experienced and i i agree as well i think next year a lot of the dots are coming into play and it was a year of really like empowerment for a lot of artists a lot of people within the hip-hop community i think really came into themselves now this is pretty cool because like my answer is going to be completely different from what they just said. This is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Big time contrast here, but um, you know, I thought 2011 from looking at it from the end of the indie or just the rock. And I just, I've heard to call it indie rock scene, but I guess because it encompasses so much these days. But uh, I guess like this year's been actually, I think it's been a pretty interesting year for, for the scene in terms of. I felt like you saw a lot of the like sort of underground and sort of above ground acts sort of blurring lines a little bit you'd have like some big well-known acts play at like underground venues and vice versa like you know the empty bottles books a lot of like you know stuff that you probably wouldn't be playing at like venues people have to pay to get into most like underground stuff i would say one of the things that impressed me most about 2011 was actually uh hozak records in terms of his, uh, consistency coming out with some really great stuff this year and it just seems like that's just this awesome new breeding ground for just really cool chicago garage psych punk sort of rock coming out of the city right now that's like it's still early in its career, I guess, but I, for like a label, but you know, something that sub pop maybe was back in like, you know, in the early nineties, something like that, some, some just really, really cool stuff coming out of that label. You know, along those same lines, like looking at the kind of like rock slash indie as a, a general blanket term, um, you're bringing up Hozak. I, I was thinking 
Kilo Records and Tandem Shop, too, are two other local records, or record labels, rather, that were producing really quality Chicago music this year and releasing it to people. And uh, I saw a lot of artists get involved with both those labels. And I, I really dig what, the, what they're doing because they're putting out really quality stuff. So favorite Chicago artist of the year, if you had to kind of like pick one or two. Definitely Kanye was crazy this year. I mean, oh yeah, just in the industry period, but. As far as locally, you know, there's a lot of guys making noise from, you know, LEP to YP to Rocky Fresh, even, you know, like Knowledge and Kids in the Hall did some really cool stuff this year. For me locally, I really like King Louie. Yeah. He's my favorite artist this year. That was a name that was really getting a lot of attention yeah, this yeah, year yeah. all over the place. Indie wise, that's who I say. For sure. Yeah. I, I, first, I want to say that what Kanye West has done over the last year is amazing. Um, I really. Like the this Watch the Throne tour is incredible. The videos that he puts out, uh, that Voyeur stuff, I didn't really know what to expect when that started, but that's just unbelievable. A lot of the artists that that I liked over the last year, it's cool because um, I think even within Chicago hip hop, there's a lot of different art. There's a lot of different genres, so you have someone like King Louis on one level or one side, but on another you have the even like I'd say I really dig uh, the new stuff coming out from Astonish. He has a new album that that I think is really dope. I really got to know LEP a lot more this year. Uh, we did a, a close session with them, and I got to see firsthand how those guys record. I mean, we were there for like 13 hours, and like producers are having. A, I think this is the year too of new producers like Nascent, the Blended Babies. Those are some of the most like refreshing cats that I know um, when they when they put stuff out. Obviously, like Rocky Fresh had a great year. Yeah, it seems like um, with producers too, like cartoons. The cartoons, all over the, place. the gift, um, yeah, yeah, and I, I really like this cat. This guy, Jesus Peace, has always been one of my favorite rappers, but he he's not doesn't get as much shine. But I really think, I wish, I hope he does because I think he's he's really dope. I liked his projects, uh, Expensive Taste and um, the Malt Liquor Joint. Funny. Yeah, he's fun. He's hilarious. Um, well, I guess it's just Artist of the Year. I feel bad because I feel like I'm going to mention this artist a bunch of times with all these like, best of topics coming up. I think in terms of Chicago, Rock, I guess, or just overall, Disappears. Yes. They're probably they my year. favorite band in Chicago right now, playing right now. Um, actually, maybe fa- just favorite band in general right now. I've seen them, I guess, like three or four times. I saw them at Little Palooza, obviously, when they're, they play early in day, but um, they played at Empty Bottle earlier this year. I saw them a couple more times, and it's just really great. And they put out, they put out actually two, so almost like two records this year um well actually well, i guess one was more of an ep on plus tapes it was a cassette and um that was really great and then the actual album they put out earlier this year was was fantastic and then a couple more honorable mentions i guess would be um probably uh yawn i think had a really great year yes and that's a really fun absolutely. album that's a that's a, that's a really really fun album to listen to and then probably another band i love a uh, cave they're sort of a kraut rock sort of um psychedelic stuff they play they played around a lot but they're really great too so and then company of thieves their their album is really fantastic this year yeah they had a great year as yeah. well I forgot too to say, uh, Kizzy's days just killed it. Yeah, you know, I wanted that was quite quite impressive. That was something I wanted to kind of get to. Is there's a couple of bands I wanted to throw some names out, a couple of artists I should say. Feel free, anyone can weigh in on these. So, just what are your thoughts? Let's start with Kids These Days because that is a band that you can't talk about Chicago music in 2011 without talking about Kids These Days. Uh, they came out with a lot of energy. They came out of the door and took, you know, a lot of people say, I, I agree, the music in, music kind of the year starts in March. Yes. Um, and out the gate at South by Southwest, kids these days were everywhere. They played great showcases. They played just in the middle of the street. 
Uh, they had one of the best, like, pr- just promo everywhere. Posters everywhere, all they over Austin. Like, they, they were, they were there. there. Yeah. They took over. They also are something completely new and different. So when they kind of got out there, it was it is a band that you want to like, you want to attach to. You want to be like, man, I hope they're as good as, as uh, the talk. And it's like, yes, they are. The Lollapalooza stuff. It'll be interesting now to see, like, after that initial burst, what they're going to do with that. But as far as like a better year and just a better introduction to that band, I don't think it could have it could have gone any better. I just want to hear some some new music. I want to you know I, I get it why they're everywhere. I get I mean they are good, but they're they're easily marketable. You could put them up in front of anybody. Absolutely, you could put them in front of hard. You could put them in front of hardcore dudes. You could put them in front of backpackers. You could put them in front of you know a Disney audience, jazz you know, crowd. Like, yeah, like it's they're 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 that they're easily marketable. And, you know, they're clean cut, they're good, they're, you know, they're young. So it, it's a no-brainer why that's working. But I need to see the music. That That's what I want to see this year is can they, is this just a fluke or can they actually deliver, like... Because we've gotten really all dope. the videos, we've gotten all the hype, yeah. we've gotten all the promotional Apple Store and leaders and stuff like that. Yeah, but man, yeah. Vic, Vic Mensa is crazy. Yeah, yeah Vic, crazy. Vic Mensa is incredible. It's cool because like a lot of those different, a lot of the people in the band, and what's cool is like they don't want to, you know, they don't want to leave anyone behind, and that's big on them sticking together. But just from a solo standpoint. A lot of them are just on their own, solid musicians. Vic Mensa could do his own thing. Liam can do his own thing. Nico has his own thing coming out. So they're really, uh, they're really good at their craft. They're young, as he said. They're marketable. You know, it was funny at Lollapalooza. I every year I go with my brother, and you know he's a lot older than me. So we we have different tastes. But kids these days was the one group that he was just super impressed with. Yeah, I think, and that's that's just like everybody was yeah. super impressed with him. Like people yeah. that don't even listen to rap. Yeah, I know that we're like, dude. Who are these kids? Yeah. They are. You're right. It's totally just you instantly get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lull. Let's talk about a lull. That's another band that, along with Loyal Divide, I feel like those two acts. They had a big year last year, and this is the year that they delivered with the records that we were all waiting on. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they did do that. Um, the album's really good. I just honestly, I had a couple issues with it. Some, some of the uh, the flow of the song, in terms of, uh, the, I feel like a little bit on the on the record, the lack of dynamics in the music hurt them a little bit. But it was a good record. But you know, it's I think they're they're in this sort of psychedelic pop thing that you know, like you, you said, loyal divide. They do that really well too. Theirs, I feel, is a little more funk, sort of almost a little bit jazz. There's a lot of like rhythm in there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, a little did. I mean, they're. They, they 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 did some awesome stuff with the rhythm on their record too. Um, I can't take that away. They did some really cool stuff in there. Some of their songs were just epic sounding, big sounding. But on the flip side, you know, like I said earlier, like uh, Yawn, um, you know, they sort of they all have a similar vibe to their music too. Theirs is a little more quirky. I feel it's a little more of a as is a, a pop sort of. I hate using the Animal Collective comparison, but you know, sort of that totally. general sound. But in terms of, but you know, obviously they didn't just take that sound, rip it off. They usually, they take that sound, sort of shape it into their own thing. Which those th- those three bands, I think, Little Divide, Alo, and Yawn, for this year, they sort of were the Chicago of that genre. You know, they th- those were the three you had to know to like that listen. Quirky that. indie, it, yeah, like psychedelic. Very- Psychedelic, yes, yeah. absolutely. And really impressive percussive elements, especially a lull. If you see yeah. them, I mean, I forget. It was one of the first times I saw them, and there was one point in the show, I don't know if it was at South By or where, but at one point, all five members were playing drums yeah. in a song. Just like all of them were just doing See, it. I haven't seen them live, unfortunately, yet, So, oh, but I a... hear their live show is pretty incredible, and... Um... I've, I really got to got to see them. I just haven't got around to doing that yet. Man, I teach a, I teach a class at Columbia. Yes, and uh, I don't know this band to be honest, but 
I uh, listen to who my students are talking about, and that that Alou band is like every day or every class. Yeah, I hear them saying something that this band has done. I, I haven't really got a chance to check them out, but I, I definitely hear their name a lot. They are coming up. Final artist, Rocky Fresh, an artist who didn't really put out necessarily a large amount of new output this year, but I feel like Rocky Fresh's name was still everywhere in 2011. Yeah, Rocky, uh, it's funny, like a few years ago, man, I think two years ago now, I don't know, I don't remember, but um, he walked into our office and wanted uh, wanted me to do, his, he had a mixtape, Rocky's Modern Life, this was before the other side, it was him and his uh, team, his producer, two uh, managers, and they had a film guy from the jump, and it's like, right then, I knew that this is a kid that really wants to be an artist, and they have a team that wants to, like, win at this thing, and um, his success now is, like, not a surprise, because they do things the right way, they make a lot of really good moves, him working with Patrick Stump, oh yeah, him working with the good Charlotte guys, connecting himself to a group of young artists that it's it's important for his goals, like Casey Veggies, I uh, had a lot of some other like those kind of collaborations but uh yeah rocky definitely gets it yeah i think i think he's going to get that double xl cover i think so um the freshman cover he's up for it but dude he, he him and 49 he, others yeah right no but so cause i guess from what what i understand is they're 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 going to pick nine and then they vote for the 10th or whatever right so i think he he'll probably get one of those slots so that'll make me real happy to see you know a chicago artist up there um he's got great connects good plugs he's a he's young you know he's he's only and he's 20. genuinely nice. He's a nice kid. He man. is a and super I, nice kid. His whole team they're they're nice guys. Yes. Um, so you know regardless if you like his music or not, like you have to respect what he's what he's got going on his hustle and he has genuine fans. I mean he he sells out shows here. His shows are always sold out. So he's doing something very right. Speaking of doing things right in Chicago, what is this city doing right at this moment in time in 2011? Whether it's something. With the artists, the venues, the promoters, the press, what's working right now here? Um, I would say that we have a lot of, probably before, and I'm not going to say that we should take credit for this, but before we came around doing our various websites, there wasn't a lot of unity in the city as far as artists from the west side or south side or various, you know, whether it be gang ties or whatever, there weren't a People weren't really working together that much, but with the help of Ruby Hornet or a fake short drive, a lot of people have been working together and collaborating and just partying together and having a good time. So it's kind of, there's a real scene here. I mean, there's not, you know, labels here, so to speak, but there is a scene here that's, you know, that's popping right now. And it's a good thing that we're here to document it because I think a couple of these people are going to be really big within the next few years. And yeah. Like, five, 10 years from now, you guys, <laughs> yeah. that they're going to be big and, you know. I remember Local 101, we would have Rise Against. Like, I would do interviews with them at VFW halls, like, 10 years ago. And then, you know, I would tell people, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. They're like, okay. And then, like, boom. So I think I think yeah. we have to press down. I think we, yeah. we're, we're, doing, we're doing good at covering what's going on here. I think that's going on, you know, not to toot our own horn or anything like that, but... No, but I, I think that blogs, uh, your, all of your blogs, um, a couple of years ago, people were like, oh, that's cute, you have a blog, and now it's just like, boom, if you have a really strong blog, I mean, all three of you have seen what that can lead to, and I think it's only going it's to expand in the coming years. Yeah. It's diluted, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so diluted now, like, there's just... Yeah. It's everybody's like, a blogger now. Everybody's a blogger. Everybody's a rapper. <laughs> but like what Richard was saying, you know, it's like it—it it is so much work, the upkeep, mm-hmm. doing it daily, that I think it'll weed the people out who aren't serious. Yeah, I mean, about you've it. seen people come yeah. and go. And I'm yeah. sure you have yeah. too. 
Yeah. You got to really want it. Yeah, exactly. You have to you want, it. want it. And I mean, even if it, whatever it takes, if you, if you're, if you really want to, you know, keep it consistent, keep it good. It, I mean, you have to do it. You have to work at it. So I, uh, I agree. I agree. Sorry. I don't no, know. <laughs> no, but, um, I think the other thing too, is like a lot of the, a lot of people through like what the stuff Andrew's talking about. Um, I think that was exactly right. And I think a lot of, uh, everyone is kind of also figuring out like, okay, I can do business a different way, which is like, it's not just about the money or holding on. This is my thing. And I'm going to hold on to it. It's like being more open saying like, all right, I'm going to do your party because that's going to make the best party. This event, if you get these artists in the room and pull this off, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to do like this closed session stuff. We get these artists, but we have like, I'm paying for this literally out of my pocket. I don't have a lot of money to do it. But when we approach them, they get it. They're like, man, this is actually just going to be cool to be a part of i'm a musician i want to make art this way or i'm gonna do give this song away for free on this site because i know that it's gonna it's gonna be a better look i think people are looking at the bigger picture here right now and that's a great success and it makes things more fun to to be a part of yeah i think people are very much looking at returns that aren't necessarily financial because if you're just sitting around waiting to get rich it's like you're gonna be sitting and waiting a long time (laughs) yeah a long, long time. Yeah, <laughs> didn't get in this to to get rich or make money. It just, you know, that wasn't my intention. I just did it because I loved hip hop. So, you know, if the money comes, cool. But still, I, just, <laughs> I, I would be doing this anyway. You know what I mean? If I wasn't doing it, it's definitely a pa- it's a passion thing. Like they were saying, like if you don't have a passion for it, then like you're not gonna win. It's just not gonna happen. You gotta have that passion. What's holding Chicago back? You know, uh, what needs to happen in the city for the Chicago music community? you know, as a whole, to be able to, to move ahead, to get to a higher level. Professionalism is, is, is a big part of that. Like, there's a lot of very unprofessional people here. And as far as, like, you know, as hip-hop is concerned, there's too many, like, drug dealers trying to get in the game and, like, start labels and push artists. And artists are trying to put on other artists before they're even on. Like, it's like, chill out. You're, you're not even famous yet. Like, <laughs> you don't have, you don't need Twitter to famous is different than real famous. Exactly, and that's like, you know, a lot of people get caught up in that that hype. So since there's not a structure here, luckily people are starting to create, you know, with the help of what kind of we're doing, not to say it's us, there's more structure. So I think people are getting better at it, but checks and balances for sure. I agree. Checks and balances. Also, like, it goes kind of along with the same, the checks and balances thing, but a better picture or definition of what it means to have success like i think people are just chasing some something they see off in the distance but it's not really like how things work these days you know it and that goes back to having being professional and understanding the field you're getting into the craft that you're trying to make a living at having like clear-cut goals having a instead of just goal. like we just need more of everything. Yeah, just, it's like we just need not more stuff, going like, towards something, but exactly. just exactly. Yeah, exactly. Less just busy work. We have we are missing certain structures. They are coming into place because we're missing these structures. People are just kind of running around doing everything. It's like just chill out. We let's just kind of try to find some uniform ways to succeed. But this everybody kind of doing their own thing. And people are crazy. Like man, I mean, I I know that we're included in a lot of the same tweets with just angry rappers that we don't post on the site. They're like, you guys suck. Fuck you guys. Oh, no, can I cuss? You can totally. Okay. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's like, you know, fuck you guys, blah, blah, blah. You don't post. I hate your site. Your site sucks. But will you post my music type of thing? Yeah. Like, yes. People aren't professional. Like, they want everything then. It's like, you need to, like, build your buzz and, 
and they're you know you can't your photo your press photos can't be you with a cell phone in your mirror like yeah it's <laughs> not my take space tag your mp3s make artwork like metadata so yeah. important right yeah exactly. yes it's just there's a lot of that going on because everybody thinks it's such an easy thing to be a, a rapper or make make music you would think it's easy so it's not what is each of you excited about in terms of music in Chicago in 2012? Like, do you have anything you're looking forward to next year? Whether it's like an artist or a record or an event or anything like that. I want to hear a new Kanye album. Well, I think he's got two, right? There's like a, supposedly like a good music album and another yeah. Watch the Throne. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Well, I, but I, he, I think he's going to have a solo album too, but we'll see. Like, well, I mean, two is only, yeah, you have to have at least three records. Yeah. yeah of yeah, course. I mean, <laughs> I'm excited to hear something from that. I'm excited to hear what No ID has, you know, in store for his production and being the the senior vice president of Def Jam. So I want to see, you know, where that's going to go. You know, I'm excited to see what LEP is going to do because they're, they're, they're right there on the cusp, you know, and then these new guys like King Louie and Rocky and YP, you know, what's next for the new generation? Yeah, I'm excited for a lot of things, actually. Um, I think, actually, early in the year, I'm looking forward to uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, the yes. festival. That's going to be a really cool event, especially since they're adding, I think they added the, hmm, I could be wrong, I think the hideout, I don't, I'm not sure the hideout was doing it last year. I think they added, maybe they didn't add it a venue, but anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to that. They, they've added some really cool uh, local acts. Like I know uh, Mannequin and White Mystery just got added. Uh, I think it was Shuba's date. White Mystery, sure. who had a great year this year, too. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, I think they just recorded for uh, JBTV. Yes. And, yes. Um, and I think they're working on some really, like a really cool video right now. And yeah, they, they're, ever, they, you know, they're on TV. They, toured nationally they um put a record that i thought was good i, th- I mean i yeah I, I i thought i thought it was sort of a um a gradual move forward and uh, of their sound and i think it worked though it was a fun record and they have some a really some really poppy songs on that they're just fun to listen to they're a fun band they're a really fun they're, band like everything about them is fun their yeah. personas their music yeah. absolutely and um uh, and i think they're going to come out with a new album next year because they you know they release one every 420 that's their that's their, that's their thing <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're, they're going to come with a new album, and then uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, as you said, and then, you know, I'm just looking forward to uh, what's going to happen with these, with these festivals next year with Pitchfork and, L- and Little Plues, of course. That's always uh, an intriguing little thing to watch out for early in the year, so um, we'll see what happens with those. So Yeah, that's all dope. Same, I'm a, I'm, I'll, I'd like to see some Kanye stuff. Um, also, you know, uh, it's I think what's something that, that's cool that happened, too, was... Um, uh, Mano became being Kanye's DJ on this yeah. Watch the Throne tour. Huge year for Mano. I think that that whole camp, uh, Mike Terror has one new album coming out on on Christmas uh, called Riverdale the Musical <laughs> that we're putting out, and he has that that thing is really great. It's like an opera. It's it is like a day in the life. It it plays out in a story. It's only ten ra- ten tracks. Then you have the Treated Crew album that kind of um, they're part of Hollywood Holt, and uh, I think with the new looks that kind of you know mano can get and him bring up that whole crew i think that's going to be that's going to be really exciting and a cool posse they you know it, it's kind of to me um goes back to what i was what i was saying earlier about every, kind of people starting at the same time going through their different growing pains and now everyone i think has gained a lot of experience knowledge and a le- new level of success and so it's dope to see along with all these new cats then if this when this treated album comes out and the moves some they can make it's kind of like that's a big you know, they're big architects of this latest resurgence so it's good For to sure. see that hopefully them come back really really strong and you're looking at a group of artists that have been predicted to blow kind of like every year since 2007 but they've never had where they're not on the list anymore 
and I, I was talking to Mike Terra about that. And he's like, I've never seen an artist that's every year on the next to blow list for like four years in a row. Eventually, usually Their they, moments they get come. taken off. So right. that's what's that's what's cool. And I'm looking forward to see if that can that can happen. I'm really looking forward to to Lollapalooza. I, I really hope that um, they can get the BC Boys because I'd love to see that. And yeah, they got canceled every year. I hope that that happens. So, I think on my end, I'm looking forward to the new Rocky Fresh mixtape, Driving '88. Yeah, everything that I, we've heard from it sounds really good. That album is dope. Um, I heard yeah. it. Did you hear an early early version at all? Heard like a few songs. I did did an article on on Rocky at the yeah. studio, and um, it's really it's really dope. It's really good. The other side was really dark. This one yes. is a lot happier of a of an album. I'm also looking forward to, we mentioned them before, but Alal and Loyal Divide. Those are bands that their records were in the works for so long or took so long to come out. I'm pretty sure that both of them have material that's ready to drop for like a second record. So Yeah, I know Loyal Divide's album was ready for like, like in the can for like almost more than a yeah. year before yeah. they actually got it out. So that was that's pretty insane. But, you know, it's it's a really, 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 really good album. So I'm glad it finally yeah. came out. So I'm glad that, yeah, both those bands had their year. And now it's like, okay, let's see what comes next now that you've had all this time to work on the, the next thing. Speaking of what's next, final question, what's on deck for each of your operations uh, in 2012? What's next for Loud Loop Press and Fake Shore Drive and Ruby Hornet? Yeah, we don't really have any like, big projects, you know, on the, you know, coming up or anything. We're just trying to, you know, keep chugging along. Um, hopefully, we really, we're really we really trying to, for 2012, grow the staff a little bit and get some uh, some new blood in there because this year's been sort of interesting. We've had people drop on and come off and drop off. It's been, I feel like 2010, we were, it was a little more uh, stable for us. <laughs> this year's been interesting. Um, yeah, we're going to try to get some new staff writers and, um, and the hope is with new staff writers, we get you know some more interesting content, some some new original stuff. Because just this for some reason, this summer and fall have been, has been hectic for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And so it was tough to get actually some original content in terms of like interviews stuff done. Sure. So we, we really want to try to get more of that done. And you know, well, we think we're doing okay. In, you know, in terms of like the review department and getting the news up, we do that pretty well. So absolutely, I mean, you try. guys have stuff posting all the time yeah. and I, I i love that i mean i i always want to get more stories up at chicago versus yeah. united.com and it's like i love doing this podcast as well but that takes up i know so much time yeah. outside of that i can only post so many other stories before yeah. it's like here's a huge interview yeah yeah no totally i totally understand where you're coming from so andrew what's yeah, next for fake short um just kind of keep it moving doing more of the same as i try to take this brand and move it into other directions, you know, with, you know, whether it be trying to grow my presence on the radio or in the TV or, you know, just, just different ways of, of trying to grow it. I mean, nothing super concrete right now, working on some different things, but, you know, just more of the same, hopefully in a bigger way. We just, uh, I'm excited. You know, we just launched a new, a new design for the site and yeah, thanks. You know, with that, it was really the goal is to kind of contract a little bit. We're doing a lot of things, spread a lot of different ways, and it's like we're, our, the real passion is is, indep- is hip hop music. It's music, independent hip hop music, and independent like in spirit, not signed or whatever. But that kind of brand of music and just giving a more in depth experience and um, cap like really focusing on the the digital freshness events. And tying that in with closed sessions and just kind of continuing to to do that. We actually have a new album, a new closed sessions album that we're going to release in March. So this will be our third album release in March. And then we take it to South by Southwest. Hopefully, I'm not sure what will go down 
there. But uh, this new album and the documentaries are are the best the best we've done. Um, we were able to to work with artists from, ranging from Raekwon to Ninja Sonic, Lep to Vonnegut, Blue to Action Bronson. So that's that's like kind of the 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 focus right now is getting that stuff ready. I love it. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming up, spending some time up here, talking Chicago music, loudlooppress.com, fakeshoredrive.com, rubyhornet.com. That's where everyone can read your work. Keep up with all of the hard work you guys are putting in supporting the Chicago music scene and everything outside of that. Again, thank you so much for coming oh, thank up. You. Oh, thank My you. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up the good work in 2012. Yeah. I love what all of you guys are doing. And anytime I'm, I'm down to come back, this is a lot of fun always. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> yeah. all for having you guys back up here. Um, you know, a year from now to talk Chicago music and hopefully before. Yeah, I want to I want to say thanks again, man, because uh, this is the second interview I've done with you. I appreciate every time um, I was actually uh, it's funny that when you sent this email about this panel, I was I was like thinking about man, I should email email Jaime again and try to see what we can do. So thank you, man. You definitely put on a, a great a great podcast. This has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Alex Fructor of Ruby Hornet, Richard Giraldi of Loudloop Press, and Andrew Barber of Fakeshore Drive for being on the show this week. Dynasty Podcast is engineered by Layla I. Royale with recording done at the Music Garage in Chicago. Check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoversunited.com, including interviews with the minds behind Do 312, You Are Chicago, Cream Team, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at the ministry of the dynasty.com. The Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Hyma Black, Dynasty Descend.